Hey everybody, it's Hussein Kabani and Steven Zonardel. This is East Meets West, and we're in the East today, which I find very convenient. <laughs> I don't. It's an hour and 15 minutes for me, but it's all good. Traffic has lightened up, so which is Even awesome. when you messaged me yesterday, you're like, I'll leave my house at 6 o'clock. I was like, and I'll be there at 7.15. And I was like, no, I don't know about that, man. Yeah, I, I think 6.45, but was it? came 7.15 right, right exactly. on the dot. Yeah, 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 I can't yeah, believe yeah. it's an hour and 15 minutes. And the traffic's good, honestly. Like, on the highway, I can't complain. 400 was decent. It was moving. 407 was moving. So where's the holdup? Just you leaving your subdivision? Well, it's from Nobleton. 75 kilometers, right? I don't know, man. If to, to Kleinberg's a lot less. Okay. It's, it's like 60K, right? Or, okay. or 62 kilometers. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I see. Yeah. So you're like 15K, 10 to 15K. But I think I'm about seven kilometers okay. north Yeah. Yeah. of uh, Kleinberg. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And so how was your week? How was your last week in real estate? Yeah, the week has been okay. Uh, like, as you know, I've been dealing with this uh, somewhat of a challenging deal uh, with this power of sale. Yeah, you're, you're mentioning today, yeah? yeah? Yeah, so basically, um, there was a listing that was in my area that kind of went expired. Um, I kind of figured out that the house was going power of sale, and I was able to get in touch with the person that was holding the first mortgage. And I, I basically told them, like, look, I, I think I have somebody for this property. Yeah, yeah. And but what happened to people? They lost the property. Uh, yeah. So, but actually, let me backtrack. Yeah. I had I, I had the guy that actually holds a second mortgage uh, reach out to me via text message. Like a so, he let before. he lent this mortgage to the yeah the old owners. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. yeah. So so basically, what ended up previous happening owner. was I get a text message from um, I know the previous owner because I used to live on the street, so yes, I know yes, the yes, previous yes, owner. Yes. Uh, and they approached me in June to sell the place. And I just said, like, look, you, you want a million dollars for this place. I can't help you. Like, I can't list the property. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and then so they went ahead, listed it, uh, two separate agents. Nothing happened with the property, uh, even though that the last agent got, you know, really aggressive. I think they had some offers come in, but ultimately they weren't able to get a deal done. Uh, I had another listing just down the street that sold. Uh, I have a big sign on it that says, you know, over $42 million sold in this area yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and whatever. So yeah. I think it caught their attention. Uh, they messaged me over the weekend and they're just like, hey, we have this property. I called them back. Uh, they told me that they have this property for sale. Um, and then so basically uh, I looked it up. I know the listing was expired. So then what I did was uh, I told them like, hey, look, I might have somebody for this property at this point. It's not like I didn't have them before. Like I didn't have them before. They like genuinely just popped up. Sure. So um, we uh, showed them the property. They liked the property. They want to move forward. Um, so what ended up happening was is that I'm trying to work with these guys uh, to get the title paperwork. Long story short, like I'll go on forever about this because I'm very irritated about it right now. <laughs> but uh, you know, ultimately, uh, the first, uh, the second guy on the mortgage ended up, uh, you know, taking over the first mortgage. But what, what was this holdup? Why would you want to be held? Why would you want to hold this together? Were they making money? I off think. Of this? I think what happened was is that there's two registered mortgages on the property. The first one, a mortgage is the largest one. Okay, yeah. it was like seven hundred and change. The other guy's like a hundred grand, some just under a hundred thousand bucks. Okay, so I think what ended What's up. What's the house happened, worth? Uh, well, I mean, we're selling it for eight eighty. Like, so I guess that's Excuse what it's worth. So what are right? they, market, market So eight eighty, and now they're gonna. They're, so he'll pull. So he's gonna pull out. So seven hundred, one hundred. Is it eighty grand? The second mortgage. Yeah, a uh, second one is like a uh, hundred grand, and this guy's got seven hundred on it. So eight. Let's call it. It was like just over eight hundred thousand bucks. 60k that the second mortgage will make 60k in the sale maybe I, I don't decent. even think so because the thing is i think that there is back payments plus interest charges plus Shit. this plus this property plus tax this. probably they're gonna say they didn't make money on the property but i'm pretty sure the way that these guys work they just bury everything you know in their fees sure like that's what ultimately yeah, ends yeah, up yeah, happening yeah. so uh what ended up happening was is that so Long story short, what I've been trying to do is I've been trying to chase these guys for title. So I know the second guy basically uh, took over the first mortgage. And I think the people with the first mortgage, like they got a ton of other things going on. They're yeah. a pretty large private lending company, I want to sure. call it. Uh, and uh, they have a lot of things going on. And th this was probably one insignificant deal for them. And they just kind of dragged their feet on it, I think. And then so I got kind of anxious about it. And I said, like, guy. We lose a buyer, you're going to lose a very quick sale. Like power sale is tough sale. And the house has been on the market for like a hundred days. Like, come on, man, I got somebody like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. And, um, were they expecting more money? No, like they were cool. Like, like before I initiated these guys, before I really said, okay, let's make this work. I made sure that we are going to come to some agreeable terms. Like I kind of worked it out with them already in advance that we're going to come to an agreeable term. 
Otherwise, I wasn't going to take the listing. I don't want anything to do with this. Even though it's in my area, I don't want anything For to sure. do with this property. Yeah. I don't want it. Um, the only reason it did is because we already had an agreeable uh, term. And this is the new like area that. or your, your old area? My the old one, area. One you'd yeah, my old area. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man. So it's just like I've been chasing, 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 chasing. Uh, ultimately, what ended up happening was is that I figured out a way to push the guy that took the off the guy. first mortgage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in a, figured out a way to like angle it to him that it really lit a fire under his ass. And uh, he really started pushing on getting me the title. Well, you threatened to kill him. Like, I mean, yeah. Basically, <laughs> basically, so, yeah. but, 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 but yeah, well, not quite, but almost like, I mean, it's a lot of money on the line, right? No, for sure. So, and you so, know how hard it is for us to get a buyer and something, a deal like this. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a one-off kind of thing. It's like a yeah, deal. It is, to me, yeah. like, I, I don't want to be cocky about it and say the deal doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. But ultimately, like if I didn't get this deal, it doesn't change my yeah. life. No, but I'm you worked okay on it. it. You know, now you're, I want to get like the and, and you started chasing like this gazelle and now you're you know you want to finish the job you know what steve i'll, I'll tell you something man the way that this deal is so complicated yeah. and and what the actual compensation is out of it it's not worth it for me personally yeah, yeah. it's in my business it's not worth it it was more for doing the service for the buyer you know like uh yeah. obviously we're going to pick up their listing at the same time but it was just a matter of actually getting the buyer what they wanted but i don't want anything to do no with for sure deal but sometimes it's the hunt too yeah. like not even about the i know i did a deal at the beginning of this year it was a eighty thousand dollar parcel of land I think the commission, so two and a half percent on, on 80,000 is what, 50? It's like at least $1,500. It's like two grand maybe. I yeah. worked this, no, it's lot. I think it's, yeah. what is it, 80, 16? Yeah, well, maybe it's yeah. like 18, 19. Yeah. After all said and done, yeah. after taxes, it's probably yeah, half of it. Like thousand bucks. Thousand bucks. I worked the steel to death, man, I gotta be honest. It was it was the hunt to chase, right? Yeah. It was one of those deals. Yeah, yeah I, 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 can, yeah. I can appreciate that. <laughs> but wanna... again, just to get off my, my week, uh, you know, ultimately what ended up happening was is that this guy got me the title, sent me a picture yesterday. Got it all done. Yeah. But then the first guy wants to clear up the deal and he knows I have a, a an offer and everything else like that. So he's like, send me over the offer and blah, blah, blah. I'm going to look it over. So, okay, sure, man. Uh, and then he gets off the phone with me. He's like, by the way, I didn't appreciate how you handled my client. <laughs> Buddy, what do you want me to do, man? I'm trying to protect myself. I'm trying to protect you guys. So the and second I'm trying mortgage to protect my his clients? I, I guess that's what how he said. How does that make sense? I don't know. Like uh, these guys, to a certain point right now, I just feel that they're... Oh, because he took over the mortgage and now he's become his client. I, I guess so. Yeah. But I, I, like to a certain point, like I, I don't think the first guy really cared. I think they had so many other deals going on in the background. That 700 grand they idea. I think that these guys are operating at a very big volume. high level. Yeah, Fair I, enough. I, I think that they're operating at yeah. a big volume. Like this was just like, okay, man, we'll get to you when we get to you. But they've been stalling <laughs> since like day one. It's just like, I'll get it to you. I'll get it to you. Yeah. I'll get it to you. Yeah. Like just because he made that comment and it's not going to change anything. Like I'm going to go back and I'm going to actually uh, note how many times they told me I'm going to get you the paperwork, going to get you the paperwork, going to get you the paperwork. Yeah. And when the deal's done, like, I still like the guy. I want to have a relationship with him, but I just want to explain to him and say, like, look, man, this, this first, is how many times guy? I asked you. Yeah, I, I want to show it to him and say, like, look at how many times I asked you guys for it and what your responses were. Like, what do you want me to do next? Ultimately, I wanted to protect my client, myself, and them. I would let so, it go. Just wash it. Yeah, you think the, so? Yeah, I get the deal done. Who cares? Man, oh man. You got to take like, it. You got to take it. What an annoying deal. So many times. What an annoying deal. This is the year of, the, of these. Of these, I've been dealing with on the agent side. It's one of those where you have to literally, you got to put your tail between your leg and, and just like, Deal with just it take and say the it beating. is what it is. The, the main goal is just to get the deal done, and you, and there's so many beatings between the the you know the deal getting done and you dealing with some a lot of unqualified realtors. Yeah. Let's call it. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it's a beating, and and you're so frustrated because uh, something very simple turns into something so difficult. Yeah. And I, I talked to my wife about this. I like I brainstorm a lot with my wife. I'm like, I can't believe this year, right? Like this one after another, and it's a simple deals and are so complicated for no reason. So it's one of those things. Just. As soon as that deal's done, it's just like, what, you know, get the eraser board and just, and just wipe, it, wipe yeah, it and, and move bothered. forward. Well, before we go to your week, I'll yeah. make one last comment. Sure. And I forgot last week. So two weeks ago, we talked about when I was at that conference and I got that phone call from that person in my area and they wanted to list the place. And then suddenly the day before the oh, appointment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they said, oh, I'm going to be out of town yeah. for oh, the yeah, next right. week that's or right. whatever I'm else like go. that. And then you suggested yeah. that I should go by the door put a the next note. day and put a note there. Yeah. yeah. And when I went there, I sent it to you, there but I just want to let our audience yeah. know that there was a lockbox there. Yeah. Yeah. Did it go listed? Yeah. It's listed. Yeah. And, and, and the fair price. Remember what we were talking about? You asked me, will they list it for the fair price? 
yeah, it's a fair price. It's listed at seven fifty. I don't so, want to mention so, names, so, but like, so it the, is listed. So the only reason is is that they're uh, they didn't listen to you because of timing. I, I think it's just timing. Yeah, yeah. But I, but again, and not to harp on it, but I just wish that they were upfront and just said, hey. Look, man, you can't make it. It's okay. We got to move forward. I would have been like, hey, man, like I totally understand, but you have a worth lot. a shot. Worth yeah. a shot. Yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do, right? Yeah, it's fine. I don't care. Yeah. Should send Joanna. Uh, you know what? In, in hindsight, <laughs> everything's uh, 2020, right? It's all good. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, my week. So pretty good week. I told you I sold that 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 unit conditionally. Amazing. Just, yeah, that was pretty cool. Firmed but, up. Well, we're we're under status, so perfect. Condo inspection and finance is done, which is good. Now it's and other deals have firmed up. In that complex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, no, so no, no, no issues I, I just, with the status. I sold one literally a couple months oh, prior, perfect. right? Uh, and what I did, I picked up a beautiful listed in Brampton, listed it yesterday, and I did a deal last night, late till about midnight, oh, about wow. twelve thirty. So that was good. Nice. Um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, it's pretty you, decent. Week. You had that new listing come up in Brampton too, right? Was it Brampton? Mm. Yeah. Yesterday. Okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's that good, really good, nice. Beautiful little yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, deal. Yeah. Seven thirty-nine, semi-detached, three-bedroom, three-bath. Awesome. Good area, good part of Brampton on the uh, like border of Vaughan and, and Brampton Highway Fifty. So it's good. It should go. Awesome. Price twelve, seven thirty-nine. The last one sold seven twenty-five, seven fifteen. So we're right there. You're right. The, there. the good thing is there's no inventory in the market right yep. now. So I told my clients, let's we'll, we'll budget up a little bit higher. Yeah. So we'll play the market, see if we can get you more money because of lack of inventory. Yep. So my Mondays with Steve is like 18,000 units, 17,000 units. Where I'm calling it down, right? And as of, even after I made that call on Monday, we went down shortly after that another 300 units. So I want to see next week what kind of units yeah. we're at. We're at 16,000 or 15,700. That's low. Yesterday. It's very low. Yeah. Hey, Hopefully hey. we get to about 10, 11,000 units by Jan. It'll be perfect. Hey man, and, and you know what? So that just circles back to people asking, hey, should I still go on the market before Absolutely. the end of the year? I think yes. Yeah. Hell yes, you should put your property on the market because there's not that much. When everyone's running, you got to go back on. Yeah. And I, I'm following because I got all, everything's, my assistant gives everything to me daily, right? Suspended, expired, terminated to see what's what's coming on and off, especially my the areas that I'm working. And you're starting to see a lot of suspensions, right? A lot of suspensions coming on for 20 days. I guess maybe these realtors sold them the dream. We're going to get you sold and get you X money. And now the, the, the people come to a reality where it's, it's not going to happen. No, yeah. There's probably zero showings, which a few of my listings have zero showings. So... Now they're just coming off the market. It's suspended, 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 suspended. And I think to a certain point, yeah. some people are going to start taking them off the market just to yeah, get the, like the holidays, that Christmas they want to have fresh. Uh, rush, yeah. yeah, but that's the wrong theory. You got to so. you got to stay in it to win it, right? Yeah. I think yeah. ultimately, right now, just go right to the end. Yeah. People think you know Christmas is going to throw it off of the decorations. It actually, makes the house more pleasant. It makes it more homey. Yeah. As long as it's not overdone. Yeah. You know. So, but the trees and everything, it's, it looks good, right? Like in the. House, I don't know. So I, I like I, I look. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I guess I'm about that clean look and whatever else like that. I don't, for me, I, I don't really know, man. I, like, I've always been, let's call it like brainwashed to like say, hey, depersonalize. Yeah, I know for like, sure. Whatever. So like. In, in the West, it's okay. Like over there is, it's. What are you trying to say? Well, it's, it's different cultures. <laughs> yeah, right? for sure. But ultimately, like, do you guys use Christmas trees and stuff like that? We have. Yeah. Yeah, we have. But. I think the generation, the Canadian generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Do, right? I, I think yeah. most do. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, it, it makes the house pleasant, right? You got the lights on. It looks cool. It looks homey. It gives that little different approach to it. Because yeah. if it's too stark and cold during this time of year, I think, I don't know. That's true. You know? I think no, it's no, a that's different true. approach. Well, that's true. Because it yeah. gets darker at night and yeah, whatever and you else there, like it's that. all like homey. We take all like the christian insignia uh, like, <laughs> they call the crosses it's not we don't so want to have the uh, you know like the, the perceptuals we call it in italian it's like the the, the major and stuff like that yeah. take that all out but yeah. they just have like general holiday cheer right so awesome yeah so that's pretty cool yeah and then uh going back to also looking at statistics so again looking at statistics and we're watching the market so very in depth right now because we've got a word about 19 and i'm watching builders come up with listings and i'm seeing you know especially in new climber you're seeing the houses that were almost finished like they're missing just the garage doors yep. that means they're looking for the third deposit from the buyers that originally bought them they're not closing now they're just they're listing inventory houses yep. no, i'm sorry not inventory houses it looks like inventory houses but these are actual sales of new, new builders yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and there's about five of them came up in one day just one wow da, 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 da. and we're talking 1.7 1.9 2.2 like these are big 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 heavy hitting properties so these are properties that you know that were previously like this for site was sure. sold out i oh yeah for sure there's no way a builder is going to build inventory houses. No, especially in this right. market. Yeah, no, it's impossible. Yeah. Wow, these that's were crazy. these were purchased. Looking at economics as a builder, no, I would never do it. Nor would they. So it's basically they probably had the first couple deposits. The last yeah. one they had to finalize and do everything, and, and they didn't come up with it. They came short. So 
start to see them pop up. So that's the only problem I think that we're going to have going into 19. So, so you see this as something that's going to yeah. affect the market for us in 2019? I think it's going to build inventory, right? But I think at the same time, people will get, if, if they're still looking to buy, you're going to get a, a better deal. Because some of these properties, let's say the one 4,500 square feet listed up for 1.7 million now, they sold that for 2.2 million. 2. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. In, oh, in the wow. hype of the market. Really? So the builders made his money. Now, if somebody were to buy it, let's say, you know, it's, it is what it is, 1.7 million, but it's four or 500K off the original. That's a lot, man. Yeah. 500K. Oh, it was overinflated. It was insane. That's a the prices. lot of money. Yeah. So, so what? The builder is going to go back and sue the original purchaser? I don't know how that works now. Yeah, they should. Legally. Legally. It's a legal binding a legal contract. contract. Yeah, yeah. To purchase. I don't know if they're going to go back though. We'll see. I think if you're taking $300,000 deposit. And they're walking. And they're walking. Do you really want to go so, into court action? So I wonder how that works. Uh, the thing is, is that like, let's put it this way. Like when someone is buying a resale through a real estate brokerage, that trust, the deposit In money the goes into a trust account. Yeah, yeah. And there's three ways that money comes out of a trust account, right? One is the proper way, which should happen, Close. which a lawyer Close. indicating that the deal's closed, yeah. right? So yeah. that releases the funds. Yeah. The other way is a mutual release. If something goes wrong during conditions or it, whatever happens, the buyer and seller agree to release the money yeah. in yeah. whatever, yeah. you know, yeah. disbursement, yeah. right? Mutual agreement. And the other one is a court order. Court order, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so how does this work? So, so basically that money in, the, uh, in our deposit, tr in our trust, right? Uh, in our trust account is protected. Our money's protected. Yeah, well, well builder, the buyer's money is, are not. is protected to a certain point, even though the deal fails in our resale transaction. In resale, yes. Yeah, yeah. like the money's yeah. not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not just because the, yeah. so so that is a misconception, right? The misconception sometimes I even have with my sellers is, is that, uh, okay, so if the buyer fails to close, I get that money. It's not true, No. right? So no. the thing is that money still is somewhat protected. Yeah. How does it work in the builder case? It's, it's Because it's sitting in the lawyer's trust, right? It's not even in a trust. It's just a, you, you make a, a payment, you make it to the lawyer. To the lawyer. Yeah. Now. Legally, he can't use that to build. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, so he can't use that money to build. So it has to sit in, a, to in sit. a like a holding account. But or... let's say the builder folds. Yeah. Where's that deposit go? I don't know. See, it's gone. So, so, and the thing is, is that look, uh, Tarion has that deposit uh, protection. Only sixty grand. Oh, it, it's sixty. I thought yeah. it was less, but okay, yeah, yeah like sixty k. Sixty grand. Wow. Yeah. So that's so nothing against your three hundred. Oh, three hundred k. What do you do with it? Yeah. So I, I know there's a friend of mine that he what he bought. So mind you, when you buy like in 2012, 2013, especially in Meyer and Nobleton, it was, it's always been a ghost town. It's always been a slow market, right? Uh, <laughs> you you kind of demanded things. So when he bought the house, he said, okay, I'm not giving you my money and trust or to be held by your company. I'm going to put in trust of your lawyer yeah. or my lawyer. Yeah. And they were okay with that. Okay. But you're trying to do that in 16 and 17. It wasn't going to happen. No, it's not. Like it, Either you're putting it here or you're not getting the house. Yeah, so. and you got to stand in line and yeah. you don't know the price when you're in line. Crazy, and blah, blah, blah. Crazy, yeah, that was not but yeah, so I wonder what actually happens to that uh, the builder's deposit. Oh, it's, it's well once they 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 forfeit it, they forfeit the deal. Obviously, they, they it just goes into their role, right? Their bankroll, and then ultimately they're still on the hook for the sale of that property. So let's just say now that they don't sell. So mind you, they sold it for two point two million, and now they're selling it for one point seven million. And let's say they sell it for one point seven million, they're still on the hook for that. 200k, uh, 400k. Well, they have the 300k deposit, right? Yeah, but I think that's separate. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or if that goes towards it, so that's it probably a good goes towards it, right? Like, so if they if they bought for two point two, uh, they sell for one point seven, three hundred k brings you maybe, up to two maybe million. Maybe it's different in, in new construction. Eh? I have to look into that. Yeah. Maybe it's new because in in resale, basically you put the deposit, but there's no there's no further deposits for the bill. That's right. Yeah. 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 But uh, that's that's pretty interesting, actually. So. Uh, you know, I have a gut feeling that these builders, like, what do they have to lose? Uh, I, I think that they have lawyers uh, that will be willing to roll the dice on it. Do you know what I mean? They're going to be like, okay, there's 200K there. If you're not willing to pursue it, let us pursue it. Yeah. And we'll split it or, I think they or want, whatever they the want deal to, is. They want to come out clean. They don't want no bullshit. And it's also media, social media and all this stuff like that. Like, no one wants a bad reputation in today's yeah. market. Like, there's, there's too many avenues where you can... You can damage yourself, right? And yeah. builders, even them, they don't want to, you know, go through that. I guess you're right because yeah. the thing is, is that there's a lot of posts that are coming out about like um, crappy builds. You know, what sure. I mean? like For there sure. was one post I actually saw with it was a Matty build, and like mm -hmm. the whole side of the house was all cracked. Like uh, you yeah, know, yeah. How, I don't know what it's called, the the mortar, the mortar I guess, between in between the, the bricks. Between the bricks like, yeah. literally, man, it was like from the top all the way, like yeah, coming yeah, down yeah, like yeah. this. Uh, and and the crack in the foundation, like the the concrete yeah. foundation, like and, and their builder is like, no, no, you got to close. Like, yeah. how would you feel about that? 
Yeah, they're they're mass produced. That that's basically a GM vehicle. Like it's just that's a it's a sort of concept. <laughs> it's the closure. Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. But uh, yeah, no, that's how they. I have a rental property in Alliston. Yeah, mad at me home. We bought a resale, four years old. Every window's blown out. Really? Yeah. So going back to when I was a carpenter, we used to frame for Mattamy in, in the wintertime. When, yeah. when our builder wasn't, like Townwood Homes wasn't building too much in the winter, we, we'd migrate to other builders, big builders that were con- continuously yeah. building no matter the weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. The, the way their houses were built were so like, like cheap. And, and basically you get the contract, not because we have a relationship and you do good work, where's your bid? Yeah. And, and it's usually the lowest one. It's the money. It's yeah. the money because there's such a volume. Yeah. They'll think about this, how far they go down to saving money. Like there's too many accountants involved in saving money versus quality. So interior walls, which are demising walls, they're not structural, especially in the houses with roof trusses. So let's say on the second floor of the house, there's all demising walls because you have roof, roof trusses. So it's just to, to basically separate the rooms. Usually you do 16 inches on center, the, the, the studs, right? The whole, you know, the, the yeah. studs, right? And you put the drywall on top of it top of it so it's a nice strong wall even if you bump into it chances are you're not going to go through it right you're either going to hit a stud or it's, it's going to be enough, enough yeah po- a madame home they do 19 inches on center so 19. They, 19 so instead of 18 16 16 they go 19 19. and now think about a piece of drywall it's 48 inches that's why it's designed at 16 inches so 16 16 at, at, at four feet you can split the drywall in half and have enough material to 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 drill and nail whatever yeah. the, the, the drywall right now 19 inches centers, so it's kind of <laughs> so it becomes flimsy off. at a certain point. Yeah, sure. And so think about that. Think about the just the savings on three inches per per. That's uh, crazy. So that's how that's how low they. That's how they do it. Wow. So going back to my rental property in Alliston, every window's blown. Every yeah. window, and that's not just us. It's a whole entire area. And wow. what, what that is is the manufacturer that went bankrupt. Now that's, oh, they're they're operating under another name. Just that company doesn't, sure. doesn't exist anymore is uh, they threw in a bid. Like, we'll do all these windows for X. And cheapest shit ever. The, the, the windows are disgusting. It's the actual, like the, like the interior of the, of the frame just literally just rotted right out. And it's, and it's almost like an explosion. And there's all like little salt balls or whatever balls in there. I guess that's so, for, for uh, insulation purposes. But I've never seen inside of a window. So that's four-year-old property. It was four years old, all windows were gone. Now it's, we're talking, it's probably what like eight eight years now eight years old so so the tarion warranty right so like i have a general idea of how it works so like the first year of tarion warranty is like a bumper to bumper warranty i would call it yes yes yes. okay the second year from far as i understand it's like the major components so electrical plumbing heating cooling roofing roofing, probably windows i guess that's where i'm trying to lead to like i guess that's part of the two years because i know there is like again like uh the seven years people all have seven year warranty but that's just Just like if your house essentially falls down yes yes. you're covered yeah yeah so like i guess windows would have been in that two year two year i'd imagine that's really crappy man you buy a brand new house in four years your windows are shot and you have no again it's reputation so now would would i ever buy a resale mad at me home probably not unless it's like some killer deal but even in kleinberg they're building they they bought monarch monarch homes which was a high-end builder now they took it over to add that luxury line to them or, or they just offered. the condo line. That's what they wanted. Is that what it was? Yeah, they Fair wanted enough. the Madame Homes wanted to break into condo market. So it just and the- Monarch came into uh, Canada because land value was cheap. And when the land value started to go up, Monarch went out and Madame bought Monarch because they wanted into the condo market and didn't want to start from scratch. So uh, all the Monarch projects got rebranded to Madame. Yeah, and, and that's in our area in yeah. in, in, in Kleinberg. Yeah. But if you see the productions, because now we, we have some really good builders there, like smaller builders, but more high-end builders, and you can see the quality that they're putting into the houses, then you see like a mad meat, it's like so bad. It's like you don't flimsy. trust it, you don't trust it. Yeah. And I feel bad to say that, but. Hey, listen, like I was a huge believer in mad because uh, when I bought pre-construction uh, in June 2010, when I was living at Young and Shepherd, I bought here in Pickering. That was the first yeah, site yeah, in yeah. Pickering. Yeah. Uh, when we moved in, in uh, January 2012, like, Maybe it was excitement or whatever else like that, but it was proper. Like everything was nice, it was good. Yeah, yeah. House was clean, yeah, everything sure. was good. Yeah. I just closed on a townhouse built by Mattamy in Pickering yeah. uh, in August. Shit. Yeah, yeah. No, the quality's dropped Garbage, off. Garbage, man. Garbage. Like uh, that house, we had a couple of nail pops, this and that, and whatever, and this is like acceptable, you yeah. know? You know what it is? It's just, it's basically the, them mass producing. Yeah. But they're bigger in the States than Canada, though. It, oh, I went to their website. See the How websites? many sites the they States. have in the US? Yeah, it's, it's, insane. Insane. it's insane. Yeah. That's that's just, but you know what for the way they produce houses like scheduling wise yeah brilliant like yeah. they're down to a nail and every four a super there is usually a woman 
okay. multitaskers. So yeah. If you see, like, they roll subdivisions like crazy. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, the way they can produce, like, to get a production going, second to none. There's no other builder that has that, that linear, like, amazing, like, timelines like they're really they're, they're fast but but the, but, but i think that they're suffers. also very uh they're experimenting and unfortunately they're experimenting with people's homes okay yeah. uh but i agree with you they have a very good process uh like or, or it's fast uh, I, like not the pressure. quality or the material wise but the process wise yeah. like uh, i think that's what they're trying to nail down like uh there was a video when uh we first bought uh in um Mattamy in uh june 2010 uh, I think it was out in Milton, man. They were building the homes inside. Like they were actually yeah, yeah, going yeah. outside they, and laying the foundation. They rolled But them then out. they would build yeah, the yeah, house yeah, inside yeah, the yeah, factory, yeah, everything, yeah, 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 yeah. flooring, yeah, everything. Yeah. And then they would shift the house to the foundation yeah, and yeah, sh yeah. slip it on. Yeah, they roll it out on uh, flatbeds. Come on, yeah. man, that's retarded. That's, that's, it's huge. Even uh, in Ottawa, they have a huge site in Ottawa. Basically, they built a plant yeah. near where they're building. And they're just, it's like the Flintstone. Remember yeah, the Flintstones yeah, 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 the movie yeah. where they're just rolling it out? Isn't that nuts? Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Well, smart, like they're good for them. A huge business on that. Yeah, good, no, good no for them on that. Gallagher, part. I think the guy's the owner. Is. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's awesome, man. Yeah. But yeah, so 2019. Yeah, market. 2019. Going into the 2019 market, I, I think we had one of these general questions. Somebody uh, yeah. messaged us regarding 2019, and then so last last week I played hooky from the office. I went to, to the uh, development show downtown, the home builder show. So just and I don't use that just to, to learn about building and stuff like that. That's that's we know that it's all about economics in 19 that's why I go down right just kind of get an idea so I sat in at some very interesting um, seminars basically one for CMHC with subsidized housing where it's going like I have that piece of land up north where yeah. easily I can partner up with the government and build a mid-rise or something like that like a like a hundred uh, unit apartment yeah. right so or I can sell the project that I have now and build so I just kind of look into it more in depth to see what's in it for me at the, at the same time yeah. do i just sit on the land because now obviously i don't want to build right now There's no yeah it doesn't make sense right now i'm still going through the like the uh dpa approval draft plan approval i'm going to finish that right to the end that's fair enough we're, even now with lawyers we're moving the properties where they need to be like uh in a corporate structure so this is all we're all moving towards that that ultimate goal but do i wait for three years for the market to snap back or do i ultimately maybe partner up with the, the government now build something there in the apartment building cash out of it or be a partner with the government and then ultimately move money somewhere else because there's there's great deals out there like in, in Alliston one or was it Alliston or Tottenham what a commercial property sold right on the main strip no in, in Alliston 500,000 that's cheap beautiful building like a nice little building yeah 500k with commercial and residential it's cheap 500,000 really cheap I saw it yesterday I go this is why I don't look at the MLS when I don't have money to spend because it just it hurts you just want to go shopping it's a half a million yeah. dollars no, and it's, it's a beautiful cheap. building you can do so much with it right and, and it's a good piece of real estate to have for the future because you look at a 500k now and it's easily a million in, in you know next 10 years or something yeah for right? sure so uh, anyway so I sat in CMHC and I sat in with the um, Trade Commissioners of Canada. So Trade Commissioner of Canada, imagine, there was the Trade Minister for Mexico wow. uh, was there. Very yeah, high yeah, level. But, 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 the Canadian, the, but he resides in Canada. So, yeah. like the, uh, Canadian, so he's the, the Mexican Trade Minister, but, I, I, but he's stationed here. I, don't, right. I forget how that, that term goes. And then there was some high-powered lawyer that was representing the uh, Trade Commissioners of, of the U.S., so it was like, I was, I was like, oh, thank God I picked this one. I was really when they're blindsided wow. and it wasn't going to come out. But it was learning about NAFTA and now it's the USMCA, which is a new deal, right? Yeah. And learning about that. So basically, Canadians and, and the Mexicans were there. And uh, obviously, they got both haircuts from the US. New, all the tariffs that's going down. It's going to affect our metal and a bunch of stuff like that. So it will affect manufacturing here in Canada. There's no For sure. Of, I no think we've already that. started to see some of the signs. Yeah. yeah. And, and it usually takes six months or 12 months to feel yeah. the full effect of that, right? Because yeah. the bottom line keeps trickling down. But the interesting thing I took out of that, like the positive thing I took out of it. No, so naturally, like our biggest partner is is going to give us a haircut. Fair enough. Yeah. They're, they're looking after the best interest. You can't say they're doing the wrong thing for no, their country. They're no, doing, they're doing the right thing for it themselves. It is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fair. But what the, the Canadians did, and the, even the Mexicans, they, they lined up two other new deals. One was called CPTP, something of this nature. I forgot the exact name wow. of it. And there was the other one was uh, CETA, which is, is basically new um, new trade agreements with Europe and, and Asia. Okay. The, the oceanic uh, countries there. Like, yeah. And in, in in, in New Zealand, Australia is part of that, that deal. But they're all open trade. It's like the next, the, the, one of the best deals that they've signed, most intricate and, and most 
like probably uh, like even the, the the American lawyer was saying was we're actually going to look at these trade agreements and, and incorporate a lot of it into what we're doing now because they're so well written and so you know well. Do you think they're starting to cut them out? States? Yeah. Well, they have to. They're not to cut them out, but they got to start looking elsewhere. Because if they're yeah. going to become this aggressive, yeah, uh, and like really try to squeeze the pennies out of everybody else, like that's yeah. what I think. Like I mean, like look, I know I know a bunch of people in the U.S., but it's like, you know, to a certain point. I, I I don't know much about it and it's me looking at it like not knowing it and at yeah. a very high level I just feel like they're trying to squeeze every little drop out of it and you know when you try to do that out of any kind of deal it, it you know the relationships start to uh, deter and it, it, you don't end up having a good functioning deal at the end of the day I feel like yeah. the US pushes so hard and it, almost to a point of like becoming a bully yeah. uh, that they, like I know there's they're, you know they're world Super superpower, superpower yeah, right sure. but the thing is is that that they can lose control of that. Like yeah. I, I feel like if you know other countries get together and just say, you know what, screw these guys. Yeah, We're up. just going to deal with ourselves yeah. and let them do yeah. whatever they're going to do. There's a there is a good chance. And that's probably these deals how they've come to right with with the oceanic countries and and Europe. But I mean, ultimately, look at it. Look at it like this: when you're doing a deal, there's and you deal with some agents. There's some really you know like top performing agents, but they're really not very good people. Like yeah. They're, and they wanna, they're, they're going after your throat. You're going to turn it up too. Yeah. And you're going to go at them. Yeah. And a lot of times you might even not even make a deal. And if a deal comes together, it's, it's really bad. Yeah. The feelings are really bad between yeah. each other. And what are you going to do? You're going to, next time that guy comes around or that lady, whatever you're gonna it is, you're going to have, you're going to have, and, and you're going to, you're yeah. going to push it to another party. Let's yeah. say you go into multiple offers. Yeah. Now that we can orchestrate where we've got the highest and best conditions wins every time. Yeah. But I mean, ultimately it's, you're going to hope that they lose, right? Because it's they're, they don't have a right attitude. But let's let's be honest yeah. just on that point. Like if you have a good relationship with somebody else, like you can make that deal work or you gotta, come on man, like you're not you like you like let's be honest, you're going to like dude, you got to crank Trump, that up a bit. Trump is New, uh, New yeah. Yorker, not to say they're not all like that, but they're they're going at your throat and yeah. they're going to win, they're going to kill. But if you like get what you want and throw a little bit, you know, and make everybody look like yeah, <laughs> like they've done their job because the Canadians went in there. And they just this is what you're taking. Yeah, that's it. You're they're they're gonna cut you. Yeah, that's all. This is what we want. This is what you're gonna get, and that's it. It's not a collaborative yeah. negotiation. No, it's not. It's, I learned it's about this in highway. that course I took this year, um, the certified negotiations Ooh. expert. Yeah, and they talk about that. You gotta you know leave I mean? a little bit on the table. Yeah, so make everybody feel happy. Yeah, it, it's it's yeah. like you know like the the like let's call it the U.S. Out of this whole pie, they want like. 60% of it and they want you to have 40% of yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Uh, when you do collaborative, collaborative negotiation, you're just like, hey, let's just make a bigger and better pie and let's split that in half. So essentially everybody's leaving with more. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but they, I, I just feel like they didn't look at it that way. And, and, and to their point, like they don't have to. They don't have to. They don't have to. Mm -hmm. But is that short term thinking? Short term. Short yeah. Term, short that, term, that short term, term thinking. It's not, it's not gonna, and, yeah. and, and to me, like I'm kind of surprised about that, to be honest, because Trump is known to be that strategic uh, negotiator. No, every deal he does is like that. Uh, like is, he, even the, with real estate, though, like the, he, real estate is like very. Yeah, but it, be this is the strategic. way he deals with real estate. It's going at your throat, yeah. and I'm gonna win. I'm gonna kill you. I'm yeah. gonna knock you off the map. This is a, this is his approach. Wow. He, this is basically a, a a pattern of him put into this deal. That's how he does. Well, I read his book or a few of his books. The same idea. He did well in real estate or whatever, but that's how he approaches it. If you get into somebody that's more of a deal maker, let's say Richard Branson, like yeah. somebody like this, where it's everybody's happy, you know, yeah, we're yeah, all yeah. making billions, but everybody's happy, everyone feels good, yeah, you know what I mean. But his is like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go at you, right? And that's just his approach, and this is what what shows in the trade agreement. But again, so this opened up two other trade agreements that now that are, are so open to the countries. Let's just say now we sell machinery to Germany, yeah, right. Um, so let, let me just backtrack. So we sell machinery to the states yeah. to get an actual engineer in there to fix this machine. Let's say it breaks down. It takes paperwork and a bunch of stuff. It's almost like we're still a foreigner. Like yeah. we can't get in there. It's, yeah. it's impossible to, to, to get this thing. It's like so much paperwork, so much BS to get through. In Europe now, you sell a machine or they sell a machine to us and, and this machine needs to be a, a operated on or engineered or fixed. The engineer just goes. Yeah. No papers. It's cool. He stayed yeah. three months. Yeah. Like it's just so open borders right yeah. now between. So the only thing Canadians got to learn now is is so they're so dependent on the states because it's easy. Yeah. You ship sure. over. It's easier go across the border. It's Timelines good. are shorter and everything else. Culture is yeah. very similar. Everything's the same. It's yeah. very. It's the easiest way to go. Sure. They just got to learn now to adapt and and go across the the Atlantic to. Yeah. You know, Europe and, and, all, and obviously China and stuff like that. And, and, and you know what? To a certain point, like, you know, 
uh, all deals, uh, even if they appear to be negative or, or not so favorable, but it opens up new opportunities. And I think this is exactly what's happened. And, and us Canadians are going to have to learn how to do business in a different way. But and it's going to expand it, you I have think, to. overall. And, and then hope they're not lazy to kind of sit and kind of sit with this. they got to literally start sending people now. I think you and I feel and the same way. Like when this government now. changes, yeah. I think that's when that hustle is going to start. I, I just with, feel with like... With our federal government yeah. here? Yeah. I, I just feel like we have a little bit of a lax approach uh, right now about it. Yeah. yeah. I don't think people are worried enough. Maybe they are. Maybe manufacturers now, they're saying, okay, great, so softwood... In, I think the steel. businesses are. Yeah. I just don't think the government is taking oh, no, the government enough is, approach. Is that, that's that's, that, that's yeah. kind of, personally, that's what I feel the problem is. I, I, I think that our federal government is just taking too much of a laid back approach to a lot of the things that are going on here. So well, hopefully... It's, it's government. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, 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 but it, I think that it, it could be a little bit different, right? Absolutely. Like, I, I think, so these new trade agreements that was done on the liberal end, maybe kudos for them because yeah. they are gr- brilliant trade agreements between the other countries here or the other uh, parts of the world. So it's, it's, I mean, it's the deal make, is one thing, but execution is a whole different thing, right? No, but it's, so the, all they got to do now is basically, so we have the tools. If you're a manufacturer, you have the tools to go. Yeah. Now you got to go. You yeah. got to start hustling. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you, you got it. this stuff in place. Yeah. Now you got to make it happen, right? Hustling. It's like getting a yeah. real estate license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, got yeah, the yeah, license, license, but you got to do the hustle. work. But that's not the manufacturing. Yeah. We got to figure out how to, how to sell, how to make money there. Because even Germany, they're the, one of the biggest exporters. So it's likely less likely that we're going to give them a machine that we're yeah. going to engineer yeah. Yeah. their machine's going to come here and they're going to engineer that so that's probably going to work in their favorite cars everything like that so i mean i don't know how that's uh how it's going to affect us as canadians how to, a, to a certain that. point I, I hope canada gets on board with uh going back more into manufacturing i hope more credits open up for manufacturing yeah, yeah, over for sure. here uh and more incentives like, like you know i i've said this before uh, why don't we just start imposing tariffs? Like, uh, I think it was China or, or uh, you know, other countries. Like, they, basically, they would, like, export so many freaking vehicles to you. And we're just like, yeah, bring them in. States. Bring them all in. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, bring them yeah. all in. Yeah. But when you try to export vehicles to them, they're just like, no, we got a limited, like, you can only do X amount yeah, over yeah, here. Yeah, 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 so yeah. why don't we... You know, why don't we change the consumer behavior by force in Canada? Basically, just say the imported products that are coming in, they're going to be taxed and tariffed so heavy that it's not going to make sense for you to actually buy them. You're going to like it's going to be more lucrative for you to buy domestic product. Like, you know, we're going to have to go through some short socialism. <laughs> but but, but, it's, it, but overall, it's going yeah. to be better for our economy. But domestic, dom- we don't make a car. It's be this American car. Yeah, but, but but like other things, like other other yeah, than vehicles and things like that, where that, we have the capacity. That's what Trump's saying now: buy only American. Yeah. That's why we're having all these all these problems yeah. with tariffs, right? The other so, thing I think that there may be opportunity in is is that maybe like you know I I think we're in an environment right now where everything is so disposable. Yes, for so sure. So disposable. Even cars, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. like maybe there should be some way of remanufacturing or like refurbishing some of these things so they have an extended life. I really like the idea of what IKEA is doing. IKEA is basically saying, hey, you're done with the furniture? Bring it back to us. <laughs> Bring it back to us. Yeah. If it's in good condition or whatever else like we'll that, they'll, they'll, they'll buy it back from you. Get out of town. Yeah, man. They'll buy it back. Pro- uh, what are they going to do with if it? They did the pro- they're going to sell it back to the public. Really? Yeah, man. I love it. I freaking love it. And you're man. gonna buy something new. Yeah, they give you store credit or whatever else like that. You take your store credit and you buy some. Store it's a shit. win-win for these guys. They're gonna store all that shit. But the, you know, IKEA is massive, bro. But they they already have working it. Like maybe they'll start in their as-is section. You know, every IKEA store because I shop the as-is section. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck it, man. Like, <laughs> dude, man, I get the same thing for like 25 percent less, and it's assembled. Bring it to me, man. Bring it to me. I got a truck. I'll pick it up. You know what? I mean but like i think they're very smart i yeah. really really like the idea of them doing that and i think that more it's out of the box should thinking. have that yeah. uh, intuition right yeah i'm done with my 55 inch tv it's yeah. a nice tv it's four years old it works perfectly but i'm done with it please take this back yeah give me 300 bucks for it and i'm gonna go ahead and upgrade to my 65 inch now smart you know I, yeah. I would love doing that oh my gosh yeah 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 but i hope that these are the thoughts that get put into people's minds because ikea has Essentially, I believe innovated, like it started that, and I hope it continues. And I hope other people get on board. Oh, they'll jump on board right away. I really hope so. Yeah, because that's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, man. Got from our market to To the uh, international trade. (laughs) (laughs) So, 
I think we'll be okay for 2019. Yeah. Going back into that, uh, going back to that question. So we'll be fine for it. I think ultimately. I think so. Until uh, at least the, uh, the election time, right? So we'll see. Probably they're going to boost up the economy. They're going to have to do yeah. it. Supposedly, I, I was talking to a few mortgage agents and people in the bank. So they're, they're thinking of maybe what they can do with just to kind of make it easier for buyers in uh, buying real estate. Yeah. Is, uh, immortalize more. So we're at 30 year right now. Maybe do 35, 40. And they've done it before. Kind of crazy, yeah. but anyway. And also the stress test. Instead yeah. of two percent over, maybe one and a half or one percent over the uh, going rate right now. Yeah. Because we're at four percent for a five-year fix. Let's call it. Yes. Yeah. For easy Roughly. math. Yep. So you're gonna qualify for six points, which yeah. is kind of ludicrous. So maybe they'll just qualify them for five points, which brings yeah. the ratio down and gives them more buying power. Yeah. So those are two options, right? To like the federal government can can, can adapt this. Sure, they can. And ultimately fuel that economy up until they get elected. Then you'll have that little flat period, right? Yeah. That's a I, I, I think overall, I, I agree with you. I, I think in 2019, we're, we're going to more or less mirror kind of what Steady happened in, yeah. In, yeah, yeah. in 18. Uh, just like what you were saying earlier about some of the builders' uh, homes coming up for sale. Yeah. I, I think here and there, you'll see a little bit of uh, down and up, down and up. But, you know, uh, as I think we both agreed, like real estate is a long-term hold. So I think that if you're really looking at it the correct way, these little bumps shouldn't really affect no, you anyway. right? Right now we're in the bumpiest period. Yeah. And, and things might not look clear because you're on rough road, but I mean, ultimately <laughs> it's going to a destination. Sure. And unless there's some nuclear warfare or Everyone's artificial at intelligence that, that takes over the yeah. world. Then we're hey, and that's going to at some point happen. <laughs> it's right? another conversation. Yeah, yeah, Did you watch Elon, Elon Musk and Joe Rogan? They no, that, you that told podcast. me about it. I didn't watch wow, it yet. That's, yeah. that's like trippy. I, yeah, it's a funny thing. He says, he goes, this could be a simulation right now. We yeah. could be simulated. This, this could be like another world and this could be a simulation right yeah. now. It's wild. It's crazy. Like, I don't know how people can sleep thinking about that because I'm a little bit, I'm an, a, a, a compulsive, I have a, I'm an OCD by yeah. nature, right? Yeah. So if I start thinking of simulations, I'm going to be freaked out. I don't think I'll sleep at night. So I got to like, I got to dummy it down just to kind of. I don't think we're going <laughs> to, I think we're going to get close in our lifetime. I don't think we're going to see the full effect of it. Of what? The uh, artificial intelligence? Yeah. No, it's right here, buddy. Yeah. Full blown use of it. I don't think, I don't think we're going to get to it. You think we are? Yeah, by far. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess it's true. Like oh, 20 no. years would make a huge difference. Not right? even. I think uh, we're, what, 2019 going into 19? Yeah. yeah another five, 10 years. You'll be, you think so? Yeah. Right? yeah. Full blown out? Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look at look at uh, Elon Musk. He wants to create that. He created a company called Cyber uh, Neuralink. Yeah. So basically, you're going to be a, a, cyber, a cyborg, basically. So, so what he said now, which makes sense, we're all cyborgs. Why? Because this, our phone. Yeah. All my memories are here, all my videos, all my all the pictures. So instead of like scrolling through your mind, you're scrolling through your phone. Yeah. You need information. Let's Google uh, what's you know what year was Einstein born? Yeah. You don't have to read a book and learn about it and remember. It's like don't you tap it. So this yeah. is basically yeah. a secondary brain for us, right? Well, it's just what we were talking about crazy? too, right? Like with uh, with like the Google glasses. Yes, and, yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, enough. the Google glasses, and there was a couple of other things that were we were talking about. Oh, the Google lens. Remember, Google lens, like yeah. the Google lens. I, I, yeah. You told me about that. Yeah. But what he's thinking of doing is just literally plugging in. Yeah. So imagine this, like. This is your like this is in, in here in your brain. So yeah. it's it's literally like you're 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 you can search information like just, it's insane. That's, yeah, that's crazy. I think I'll plug in. Yeah, yeah. Why not? I would. I want a, I want a couple hundred thousand people to try first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to yeah, try? Yeah, yeah, try yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't I don't want to be the first guy on the scene with this chip in my brain. <laughs> the problem is with that is you don't want imagine like other people are getting uh, this this type of. And power. then your brain will get hacked. Yeah. Right. What about a, let's just say now like you, you're you're. There's a super intelligence out there with people with this plugged in, yeah. you know, brain, let's call it. Yeah. And, and you're not plugged in. It's, it's like that movie. Did you see that movie where the guy takes that pill and it makes him like, I forgot Matrix. what it was called. Matrix? No, it wasn't Matrix. I think it was. Oh, Limitless. Not, yes. Limitless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Limitless. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it's something to that effect. Imagine. Yeah. But, but like, cool. I, I think I came across something interesting. So when they start doing this, like, look, man, they hack your bank accounts. I heard yesterday on the radio that... Uh, they're hacking your freaking points now. Who's this? The hackers. You know what I mean? Like hackers hack your bank account, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, yesterday on the uh, on the radio, I heard like they're hacking your your reward points, loyalty points. Smart. Okay. So no, now nobody ever your, looks at them. I don't look at them. Never. I got a bunch. Yeah. I got four hundred fifty. There you go. Yeah. Same here. So 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 now they're hacking your loyalty points. They put that shit in your brain, like that chip in your brain. They're gonna hack your brain. That's nuts, man. It's the world as we're going. It's crazy, man. All right, off of this, and our last... Let's do it. And our last, we had one more. Question? What was yeah, it? and it was a quick one. It was basically just first-time home buyer. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. the first-time home yeah. buyer, should we save the 20% or, you know, just 
bite the bullet and go in with the 5% because obviously if you put 20% or less down, you got to pay the CMHC insurance. Yeah. I, I, What's I, your thoughts? I gotta, I'll go from my experience. Yeah. When I bought my first house with yeah. my wife, we put 12% down. We okay. couldn't afford the 20 points. And we, we well, had, you put 12. 12%. Yeah. yeah, literally, I know the exact figure. But we didn't have, money wasn't given to us by our parents, nor, you know, there was a combined effort. Yeah. So we had like, I think, I also was 335,000. We had like 70 grand or something of that nature. I think it was yeah. something like that. So I think we put 60 or maybe, whatever, maybe we put the full 70 down. But I think it was like 12%. But what was I going to do? I was already, um, you know, I'm living, well, married for three years, living in my parents' basement. I had to make a move. I can't, yeah. you, you know. can't be there forever. No, I can't. Yeah. So I, I, t I basically, you immortalize it. So there was that 8%, uh, whatever. I don't know. Maybe it was 10 or $15,000, maybe less, something. Maybe seven or $10,000 I had to pay CMHC fee, which gets rolled up in the mortgage. Mortgage. So out of hand just pay but the ultimately PST. i got into the market at a time when when the houses were relatively cheap that yeah. house i sold for nine hundred and twenty-two thousand five hundred dollars tripled almost tripled in value so really what long, it it's a long-term thing so i if i would have sat in my parents basement for another two years imagine if i needed another so 20 percent of, of what of, of what, what's that amount of 335 what's that it's like or 365 so what's that so That's like three 80, or 80, 90, four right? would be 80 right 80 okay let's just say uh, I had to, we had to save wait another year in yeah. order to save this amount. Yeah. now that house at 365 was over four and a quarter the next yeah. year yeah really where was the savings? no so so yeah. you still wouldn't have been able to save the 20 percent no it would have been because the, the, the way the appreciation was going, was going. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we made the move and yeah. it was the right move and and I think people get so confused with that. Like, yeah, we, nobody wants to take on extra debt. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, if it's for a product where it potentially is going to be worth more value, I think you're you're you're, you're gambling on a, on a safe investment. Don't go to don't go to Bahamas. Go yeah. To, go to Cuba. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, save yeah. your money and then rather put it into real estate. Yeah. Like just for that. Yeah. Not, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah. And from my experience, I paid it twice. Uh, when I was yeah. 21, when I yeah. bought that condo, uh, I had five percent down payment and I paid uh, enough, the yeah. CMAT. Yeah. And then when uh, I bought, uh, when I sold that one and bought the uh, other condo, I paid it again. And I think at that point I still only had like seven percent or eight yeah. percent down payment or whatever, and I paid it again. So what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? But like you know, we're in a place where the market was appreciating, and there's no way I would out, uh, you know, I'd be able to save enough. Uh, no. The appreciation would be too high. It's just a, just a chance you take, right? Yeah. And then so even in today's market, should should you save twenty points? I don't know. When should you buy? Like so I, was, I have a first-time buyers now taking them out on Saturday. And he's like, so the price are going to go down, you know, next year. I go, but even if they do, let's say, because we're looking at a product, there's not much of it, like towns and semis, not much products in our, in our area, right? Yeah. So let's say now they're worth about 780, they go down another 20,000 by next year. They're not going to go any lower than that. No. Don't, don't expect like a hundred thousand dollar drop off no, on these things. So let's happen. say 20 K worst case scenario. And that's like three, three, three to 4% down. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so now you're buying, but now the interest rates are up a point. Yeah. Over over tw you know twenty five years and one percent on like compounded compounded yeah. do the math I said either you're going to pay it now or you're going to pay it later I said so yeah. ultimately if you find the right product you yeah. like the product you, f you see yourself because they're going to rent it out temporarily then ultimately move into it if you like it you you feel it's the right thing just buy it just, I, I agree because I yeah. mean like look even if you're looking at more or less like yeah. even let's call it entry level is like five hundred thousand bucks roughly okay yeah, like yeah. roughly it's about yeah. five hundred thousand bucks I I don't know I'm just like throwing a number out there, like how much is CMAT going to be? 15,000 bucks? Like at the... Depends on the price of the house. Yeah. 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 So like, like whatever, man. So it's like paying five or five fifteen. It's yeah. not like you got to come up with the money up front. Uh, they rolled it into your mortgage. You pay the PST on it and you're good to go. So instead of buying it for five, like just assume you paid five fifteen for it. Like, but that's it. I, I think you don't want to go down five, put five down, five percent down in house, maybe 10 points. Like, you know what I mean? Kind of keep that gap because you don't want to be negative equity if sure. the market does drop. Yeah. Let's say like next year drops three to four percent. Let's call it. But what do you think in five years? Like, see, I'm always about buying and saying I'm going to hold it for five years. So I think you would out, like, you would outdo it anyways. 20, just a 2023. Yeah, I know we'll be fine. We'll yeah, be fine. but that's we'll what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Is like, okay, fine. If you want to get into the market, you got five percent down. Yeah, I say get in. Fair enough. I, yeah. I say, yeah. I say, get in, man. Take the plunge. Reality hold is, it for five I've, years. I've been, I've been preaching this the whole year, like yeah. you know, and um, we're going to million more immigrants coming to Canada yeah. by 2020. It's not going to be million. cheaper. No, Things are like, not going to get cheaper. So now everything looks a little bit grim right now, ultimately, because the media is boosting or, or boasting about like everything that's happening. Yeah. But if you got a three hundred thirty-three thousand people coming to Canada per year. Yep. Now, now, mind you, not all of them will reside here, but they want to come to Toronto and Vancouver. Fifty yeah. percent will reside in, in the GTA yeah. in our area. Never mind, yeah. you know, Ontario, yeah. just the GTA, like our our little yeah. uh, travels, right? Or the Golden Horseshoe. Uh, 
Where are they going to house all these people? That's why everyone's going, like all the builders are moving from single uh, residential properties to more uh, mid and multi, high density. Uh, mid, mid rises, townhouses, sure. you know, uh, stacked townhouses, yeah. stuff like that. That's that's the new that's the new world, yeah. right? Because they're trying to maximize the space. Yeah. So it is what it is. No, so, I, I agree, mean, man. You know, yeah, it's a little bit grim right now. But look at builders. They're not selling. They, they just pulled, pulled the plug on their phases. They're not yeah. selling right now. Yeah. It's not like they're panicking. They're just but, saying. But they got the long-term plan, right? The long-term plan is, is that, hey, everything is going to be great. Yeah. Uh, and I truly believe it. Like, I, I really yeah. believe that even buying in the GTA in the next 10 years is going to be reserved for the people that were either playing in real estate Absolutely. or you've got money. Absolutely. Like, if you're a first-time yeah. home buyer and you don't have money, good luck to you. Oh, you're, you're going to rent. You're going to rent. Yeah. You're going to rent. Yeah, you're going to rent. And they're going to. And that's going to be very expensive to rent. Like I, I can probably tell you, like the one bedroom in downtown is going to be what twenty five hundred bucks. Oh, easy, easy, easy. easy they're easy. what two twenty two hundred bucks right now. Right now, yeah. Yeah, old, so old, 20, old uh, buildings. Yeah, so twenty five, maybe even yeah. three grand. Well, well, look how many of the builders now are building that just literally uh, geared towards uh, rental apartments, yeah. rent, rental condos, not 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 like. The apartment's got a little bit of a stigma when you say apartment. So yeah. basically, it's a condominium, condominium that, that's leased. Let's yeah. call it. Yeah. If you want to like clean up the terms, but anyway, so it's a beautiful condo building, and they're all leased products. Why? Because these these REIT, REIT companies coming in, they're yeah. ultimately saying, why would why would we sell this off? This it's I was you make a killing. Here. Yeah, like I was watching, uh, and just to wrap it up, like I was watching um, CP twenty four hot property. I happened to catch this part of it with. Um, uh, the guy from Tribute Homes on it, and mm. he was starting to talk about something like that, where they are. They he openly said that they are starting to look at some of the land that they own, and they're looking at building for rental purposes. Rental purposes, yeah. yeah. yeah, so, yeah no. so there's a lot of shift towards go, that. They're all going around. They were saying before that it didn't, it wasn't so lucrative before, yeah. but now it's starting to become a lot more lucrative for but, them to build this building and rent out the whole thing. And why is that affordability? Yeah, affordability. So, so people, like you're saying, first-time buyers that can't get into the market in in this market where we've dropped now. Yeah say 30 points from the height of the market of last year if you can't get in now you're not going to get in don't think you're going to get in later you're not going to get in you're going to have to make a move so so you're right i I think it's affordability and the other thing like obviously from the builder side on profitability basis they're looking at it and say hey like look we're going to build these hundred units just rent them out like we're going to get huge and you're holding a piece of real estate huge money yeah yeah you can sell them off later they're going to build them in a format yeah and they can sell them off where they can sell them out yes you know what i mean the whole plan yeah They'll, they'll rent them out. Some of them will keep them in their portfolio because ultimately, if you, it's it's that it's not a vicious cycle, but it's that cycle where you, you buy land, you develop, you cash out, you move on. You buy, you, you it's a develop. Business transaction. But sometimes you like to hold on to yeah. something that's got a residual, right? Yeah, so why if, not? You, if you got a, a hundred, you know, hundred, two hundred unit apartment building, it's generating two million, three million dollars a month for you. Do the like, math, but I mean, yeah. So you know, let's just why say, not? Yeah, why not hold on yeah. to it? It's residual value. It's part of your portfolio. And again, once it's all up and running, you can you can sell it for. Huge. Marginally a lot more money, yeah, right? Huge so, money. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Good. That's great. It's all good. All right, man. That's East Meets West with Steve Zelenardo and Hussein Kabani. Please, guys, subscribe. And uh, if you need any more information on real estate, please direct message us. Uh, we'll be happy to answer your uh, questions for sure, guys. Have a great Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Take care. Bye. Ciao.